we want to welcome you to the New Song Podcast, coming to you from beautiful Colorado Springs. We love receiving your prayer requests and comments at newsongcs.com. say something that might sound a bit unspiritual, maybe even unbiblical, but let me tell you the biblical, uh, you may sit just for a moment, let me tell you, I got your attention, didn't I, that way, you're like, unbiblical, let me see if he's gonna, let me give you the biblical reference, and that is, if God is for us, who can be against us? There's also a scripture that says, 
Yea, we are more than conquerors, those who are in Christ Jesus, which means that we win, which means that we conquer death, which means that we just barely get by. No, it means we win. And um, we're in a a season in the United States called March Madness, and most people in, this is not interesting to Colorado, we don't have a team necessarily. Anyone watch it? Anyone online? Raise your hand right in your living room because you stayed home so that you can make sure that you don't miss one of the games. Well, um, March Madness is called that because it's a bunch of basketball teams playing each other. Um, And um, usually what happens is unusual things. Madness happens where a team that's just this little team from nowhere beats this big team from somewhere. And that's actually happened this year, one of the biggest upsets there is. And... um, with uh, St. Peter's beating Purdue, and then they beat somebody else, and now it's crazy. But I want to say this to you. Here's the, here's the thing I want to say. I feel, and I'm not just trying to make up something nice to say. I felt this in the, my heart of hearts and my spirit of spirits, that there is an upset coming for you. In other words, that you might feel like you are this little person from nowhere. There is this giant from somewhere who you think you could never take down. But God wants to tell you today, I am the God of upsets. I will make uh, like the disappointments. Dis- I will destroy those disappointments. I will take down the, uh, the person or the, the spirit that has been taunting you for years. This is your day for victory. Yeah. I really believe that. And I want you yeah. to go ahead and stand up again. And if you were sitting already, then you could stay seated. seated. But this is your day for victory. I want to pray that over you today. Um, I believe that also that... Um, that what was the what was the thought I had about um, you know there there are certain teams that were that were seated lower because they um, are not as good and then there's teams that are seated higher like Kansas of course right Tim and um, but Jesus says to us um, I uh, in the Bible he says I have seated you in heavenly realms and some of you think that you are this nobody that God doesn't notice. But he notices you, and he sit not only notices you, but he sits us in heavenly realms with Christ Jesus. So, Lord, today, I just say thank you for who you are. I say thank you for what you've done. I say thank you for um, the things you have created for us. But right now, I say thank you for uh, calling me, for... Uh, choosing me even when no one else might favor me the media might not like me my friends might not like me the my family may not favor me i may not be favored to win but you say hey i know you i have called you you are my son you are my daughter and i favor you i give you favor if i am for you no one can be against you i am with you i will be with you forever i am always with you i am coming alongside you and i say i want to give you favor today receive god's favor today receive his um identity your identity in christ that you are a daughter you are a son of the king we exalt you today and we don't say thank you that uh that the demons are subject to us that's not what we say thank you for but we say thank you would you participate with me and say thank you that my name is written in the lamb's book of life 
I am so thankful that I am guaranteed for heaven. And until I get there, I am thankful that you have called me to bring heaven to earth in my praises. So today we do that. We bring heaven to earth. We say, uh, worthy is your name. Uh, last week we talked about uh, the ministry of presence. And could I ask you to apply that in your life today in this way? Be present physically. Be present uh, in this place, not uh, watching, not spectating, but be present. Let's participate together. In fact, I'm going to encourage you right now, before we even continue to sing, to tell Jesus something of, of what you think of him. We worship you today. We adore you today. We lift you up in this place today. For this house is not a house of defeat, but a house of victory. This is your house, and we proclaim today that you will be glorified in this place. I'm going to share one more thing with you today. It was something that someone shared to me on Facebook, uh, Patty Slauson, who is uh, dealing with a lot right now, as you know, but she is closer to God than any of us, and um, these days she's been praying a lot, and um, I took this to heart. She's, she wrote this on her Facebook page. When ministry becomes performance, then the sanctuary becomes a theater. The congregation becomes an audience. Worship becomes entertainment. Have we seen that in our day? I'm not coming against anyone for that, but it, it happens, including us, right? And man's applause and approval become the measure of our success. That's not it, is it? When ministry is for the glory of God, his presence moves into the sanctuary. Even the unsaved visitor will fall down on, the, on his face, worship God, and confess that God is among us. I declare that today. God is among us. Amen? Oh, come on. Amen? Amen.
I worship you. I worship you. 
sing it like we mean it say even when i don't see it you working even when i don't feel it you working you never stop you never stop working you never stop you never stop working even when i don't see it you working even when i don't feel it 
never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Praise report, yeah, is that praise report, is that all right? A testimony, there's the testimony spot right there. All right. So um, you've, you've heard this before that me and my family moved here from Arizona, but um, we moved here with a call in our life and we believe the Lord moved us here. Um, we heard the Lord tell us to move and sold our home, quit our jobs left our families and after after signing a six month lease we believed that God was going to provide a home for us after the six months it wasn't there we got phone calls from friends and family in Arizona saying come back you know we're here for you they were saying you know you might, you might have misheard it wasn't exactly what you thought it was but we knew when we were in Arizona, we fell on our face and we said, you are our way maker. We worship to this song all the time. And we knew, we knew that we heard the voice of God. And we knew he was a faithful God. And I have a praise report that one week from today, it's going to be officially a year that we've been here. And we just moved into our new home yes. this week. <laughs> we just... We just moved into our home this week with a lot of help from friends and family and loved ones from here. And we declare that God is the God of our home. God is the God of our life. God is the God of our family. He is our way maker. And we know that he will part all waters for us. We know that as long as we serve him, he is our God. He is our savior. He's our leader. He's our shepherd. And Lord God, we declare you our God over the Sanchez family, over our household, over our marriage, over our finances, over my family, over our children, over the generations that you've called us to minister to. Living God, that you are our God of New Song Church. And we declare this in Jesus' name. Amen.
cross we come alive here we're all done we're overcome by heaven's love revealed before our eyes show us your glory show us your Yeah. 
a scripture in Romans and I looked it up I didn't realize it was in Romans 8 it's the same area that it talks about we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus and it says this for we face death all day long but we are then it goes on to say we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus and I remember uh, reading uh, from a commentary long time ago that um, they were talking about a number of things in that but it was talking about one specific thing in particular, and um, it's also in another area when it says that we are crucified with Christ. Uh, when Jesus dies on the cross, we're so glad for him to do it, and we didn't have to do it. But he says, we are crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. And um, there was a, a group of people, I don't know how many, I don't know, how, I, didn't have to, I, didn't, I didn't plan to say this, so... I didn't look up all the details of, but a group of people, and maybe it was maybe it was the custom everywhere. But when someone died, um, they took them with them to remember them, and they they brought them around the town, and in fact, sometimes they even put them on their back and walked. And um, Paul was making a point to them that we have death hanging on us. And we face death all day long. And he was making a point to say, get rid of the dead person on your back, right? And um, the, the word that I have for us today is this, that um, 
obviously this song has the word fear bow, chains fall. Um, but there, it, there's a, a number of spirits that I think can get the best of us. They don't, deep, they don't um, possess us, but they can oppress us. And I think people walk around with spirits kind of like hanging on them sometimes. Have you ever felt like you've done that? Like, uh, Paul, uh, I think it was in uh, Psalms, and David says, take uh, the spirit of heaviness off you, put on the garment of praise. I think that's something we have to do often. Uh, just in the world we live in, we're walking through and we just feel, eh by uh, whatever's going on around us. And God would say to someone today, this is the Spirit's uh, word to you, um, take off the spirit that is on you. Let it go. Drop it. Get rid of it. And here are some of the spirit spirit things. You could say, well, is it, is it, is it a demon? Um, maybe. I think they're, they're, yeah, I think it is. De demonic oppression is real. I don't think it's behind every wall. I don't think demons are everywhere, but they're sure all over the place. They are. Just as angels are all over the place. And angels protect us. The, the other day we were in the car and um, Jaden was um, uh, took off his seatbelt because he thought we were stopping and then I ended up getting back on the, um, back on the road, on the, on the highway and uh, we came off and then went, went right back on. He shouldn't have taken his seatbelt off, but he fell uh, I sped up and there was a truck that just slammed on its brakes right in front of me and I had to slam on my brakes and um, he fell forward banged his face on the on the console in our front front uh, seat and um, broke his tooth out and um, it was a baby tooth and he it was blood like this and I was like horrified and it ended up just being the tooth that made it just so much blood but it was but I, re I remember thinking, there was an angel that was protecting my baby boy right there. And if there are angels protecting, there are demons that are just out there too. Here's the word. I'm sorry. The spirit, the, these are the oppressions that you might deal with yourself. Maybe you online, maybe you deal with. A spirit of religiosity. A spirit of religion. A spirit of complacency, which is a big word for meaning lazy. A spirit of being lazy. Um, complacency, I feel, um, this, this type is the spirit of being lazy for the sake of not pursuing the things of God. I sense that my spirit lately, uh, the last month or so, has been stirring. Like Timothy said, stir the gift that was given to you, yeah. fan it into flame. And I feel like my uh, spirit is waking up. I mean, we have our days. We have our ebbs and flows, right? And I feel like all it takes is just a little bit of shaking. And God wants to shake some of us today. He wants to say, uh-uh. No, you want a religious spirit, go to a religious church. Yes, we, are, we have a religion, but we're not a religious church. Um, and then the complacency. You want to be complacent, uh, Maybe flesh, but stay home. Yeah. Stay home and be complacent. You're in my house. If you want to be in my house, this is a word to me too. And stir it up. Stir it up. Here's another another spirit that I 
sensed as, uh, can plague us, the spirit of depression, um, a spirit of heaviness. And um, there is so much that depresses us. Yes, there is so much that, 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 brings, uh, that brings depression. And God says to us, I am, I am the God of all things. I have say over that, and I say, be gone. And so I would say to you today, it's not someone needs to fix you. You need to um, fix yourself in a way and say, Holy Spirit, rushing wind blow through this temple and cleanse me and fill me and repair me and restore me. What was the other spirit I'm sensing? <clears throat> spirit of defeat. That it's over. I, I've lost. We, we get so worried. Oh, I don't want to be emotional. Uh, Pentecostal churches, you know, they get, they, get, they get made fun of for being emotional. Yet, um, you go to a basketball game. I'm bringing it back again. And I have not seen more emotion. You watch them on TV and you're like, seriously? Are you really that excited about a basket? And sometimes I do get too excited about a basket. Well, we don't get excited about Jesus. Don't, don't give me that. Don't give me that. Don't make me say I have to be a... Don't change my personality. My personality says I'm quiet. Well, good. I'm glad you're quiet. But, you know, God gave you emotions, too. If you read our purpose statement as a church, a vision statement, um, maybe that's not why you came here, but if you read the vision statement, it says we are expressive in our worship and we are not ashamed to lift up the name of Jesus. Amen? Everybody can agree with that in this room. Some churches you need to be careful because you're not supposed to be expressive. But um, I, 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 I don't know. I think that Jesus would have been much more expressive than some churches in our day. I think... I think he would dance. I think he would shout. I think he would worship. I think he would uh, be expressive. I think he would. I don't think Jesus would judge, right? A spirit of judgment, that's another spirit that we have too much of. Can we all do this prayer together? We're all saying it together. We all admit to it. We all have a little bit of all of those things. And if you don't, then you're, you, have, you, you, you need to repent of lying, too, because you have lying in your heart, too. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we come before you in Jesus' name as we're going to be receiving communion today. You say, don't receive, commun don't receive communion uh, and bring death upon yourself. In other words, Paul was, would, people would die because they received communion back in the day because they, their hearts weren't right. And so today, we want to make sure our hearts are right. I don't think that you would strike any of us down, but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> You did it then. It was New Testament, so Ananias and Sapphira, they lied. They came up to the altar, and you struck them down. Lord, bring us the fear of God back into our lives again. Remind us of your fear. Not fear that we don't want to pursue you. You say, come boldly before my throne of grace. But, Lord, we say to you, we repent of our sins today. And sins are those things that we, where we fall short of you. So we repent of judgment. Would you say, just, just say that to the Lord in your own way. I repent of being judgmental. I repent of being religious. Lord, we, we, we have no place for religious spirit in us. Lord, we repent of being religious. 
Lord, we repent of feeling defeat because we are know that we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. So, Lord, we repent of feeling like we're in, in defeat. Lord, we repent of being depressed. Oh, is that a sin? Uh, I guess it is because depression is not of God. Lord, we repent of, of our depression. Well, it doesn't just, it doesn't happen that quickly. It's not that easy. I can't just repent of depression and be done with the depression. I need this. Yes, I know we need lots of things. And I, I'm all, uh, I'm a supporter of medicine. I'm a supporter of, of therapists. I'm a supporter of, all, but I'm also a supporter of the presence of God. And the presence of God, in his presence, uh, all things must bow. And so we say, depression, bow in Jesus' name. We say depression, bow in this room in Jesus' name. We do business in the heavenly realms right now in Jesus' name. We say sickness, bow. We say addictions, bow. Anyone that has addictions in their life, you know they shouldn't be there. There was That was your giant. Well, today is your day of upset. You're upsetting this giant, and you are going to take your rightful place. Lord, we come against the addictions of, of alcohol, of drugs, of, of sex, of pornography, of any kind of addiction. We come against those, and we say, bow with the name of Jesus. I don't know if we understand the power of the presence of God. Everybody smile in the room. I don't know if you can smile just for a moment, then you take your smile off. I don't know if we understand the power that is in the presence of God. Where there is God's presence, there is fullness of joy. That's a scripture, Psalms 86 or something like that. The Bible also says that there is rest in his presence. I'm going to say a number of other things, but before I say that, I say this, I say it to say this. We don't understand the benefits of being in his presence. If you had a, a salon that did massages and you know it was good for you, you go get your massage, right? If you know what's good for you, you get your worship on, right? You get in God's presence. It fixes a lot of things. It fixes a lot of things. Well... Not really. It's, that's just our corporate time together, and then I go, and I'm supposed to worship all the time. Yes, that would be lovely. That would be wonderful to worship all the time. But if some of us, this is our only time in God's presence. In God's presence, you find divine peace. That It doesn't make your storm go away, but it makes you, it allows you to have peace in the midst of it. You find divine rest divine peace in the middle of your storm. You find your confidence again. Saul, Saul was this guy who uh, asked David to come in. Could you play for me? I need the presence of God in this place. And he sensed uh, confidence. But when, when the Spirit of God left him, it says that he, was, uh, he, was, he lost his confidence he didn't have it anymore. He, he didn't have uh, courage in Christ, in God anymore because the presence had left him. The presence of God brings cleansing to your sin. This is a good one. I'm going to just stop with this one, all right? Some of us are, have addictions, like I was saying. Some of us have sin, like depression. I think it's kind of we shouldn't have. Some of us have sin, like um, I've never called depression a sin, but... I think some, if, if we 
call it for what it is. It's the evil. Get it out, right? Some of us have um, uh, defeat that, that, that's there. And Jesus says to us, uh, worship time gets rid of that defeat. That's why when you're worshiping God, um, you feel like you'll never sin again. Because in his presence, there's not sin. You, you, you have the power over sin. It's when you go out outside of the presence of God that the sin becomes a temptation again. And, and it feels so nice to be in God's presence because you feel like, oh, I can overcome this sin. The more you're in God's presence, it's like a solve for your soul, S-A-L-V-E. It will cause you to, uh, it brings maturity. It causes you to mature in Christ and sin disappears in the presence of God. The presence of God is a powerful thing. And I'm going to ask us just for a few minutes to uh, dwell in the house of the Lord. We're going to spend time in the house of the Lord. If you came today and you um, would rather come to spectate, yeah, that's fine too. You can spectate and watch what happens. If you decide, I don't need this, then feel free to slip out at any time because because um, you, you do need it, but don't, please don't slip out. That's, that's, the, that's the flesh coming out in me. Don't, don't step out. But you, if you feel like you don't need it, you say, God, I, need, I, 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 don't, I don't believe you. I don't think you can do this for me. And watch what he does. We're going to see healing happen in this time. We're going to see um, God's presence manifested in this time right now. I, don't, I can't go on. I can't move forward until we do this. I sense that from the, the Spirit of God, and I sense that I would be grieving God to um, just move on from this, from this time. I'm going to sing, we're going to sing three songs, a uh, couple of songs, um, and then we'll go back to uh, whatever you got planned. Um, and maybe you won't know them, maybe you will, maybe they'll sound familiar to you, but um, it's just a time to um, kind of ask God to fix you. Just say, fix me, fix me. Okay, come here, sister. Or do you want me to come to you? Would you play the um, spirit of the living God? You, uh, yeah. you don't have that one? How about the next okay. one? Yep. Several years ago, we were praying for our youngest son, and we were sitting in church, and there was a man sitting behind us that had never met us or met our son. And afterwards, he got vilified, and he said, I want to tell you, that your son is sitting in a dungeon and there's chains but the chains are gone and that you just need to encourage him to come out and and what I what I'm trying to say is that if Je you know Jesus said who the son sets free is free indeed and so if we have a need if we have a problem of depression anything if we ask Jesus to take it then he will you know it, it, he's our he, he's our savior he would do anything for us and so the chains are gone but you just have to accept it and encourage we need to encourage one another that the, the chains are gone but we just need to grab onto it and accept it explain and we're going to make this a uh, sacred place. This is God's altar right up here. And um, 
Yeah, I can do it in my seat, so don't make me do anything. But if you need something from the Lord today, I'm going to encourage you to come to this spot, the sacred spot right here, right here, maybe at one of these seats, and um, come before the Lord. No one's going to come and interrupt you. You just come before the Lord and you lay it down. We're going to have a sacred time with God today. I know that you, God can do things in your seat, but sometimes... Um, at least in my life, and I'm going to just speak for myself, anytime it, God has ever done anything of significance, it's when I've left my seat and come to, at a church anyways, is when I've left my seat and come to the altar. It is. Every time. One time when I, uh, when I was a teenager, I stayed at my seat, and God met me there. And then eventually I, I was touched so much that I had to come to the altar. But um, I'm, I'm going to encourage every person in this room to get a little uncomfortable and don't be complacent in your worship to Jesus. All right. Go ahead. Ask for more of your presence in our lives, Jesus. 
We ask you to free us. Free us to worship you more, more holy, more surrendered. Ask God what, it, what ways in me should not be there and ask him to take them away. We surrender to you today, Jesus. All the areas of our life, we surrender. We surrender our kids to you. We surrender our marriage to you. We surrender our jobs to you, our finances. We surrender our sickness to you. We surrender our infirmities to you, our fears to you. Hallelujah. Sing it, sing to it with him us. I sing it strongly. I will ever love. And I will love. We trust you, Jesus. I rebuke doubt in Jesus' name. His presence it does not reign here. It does not reign here.
would you cultivate in your own way God's presence? Would you tend to it? Never said it that way before, but would you tend to God's presence? God's presence is in this room today. His Holy Spirit is here. He's looking to and fro. Who, who, he's looking for who to touch. Would you tend to him and say, Jesus, I minister to you. I worship you. You are worthy of my praise. I invite you, Holy Spirit, have your way in me. Maybe if you have the gift of speaking in your heavenly language, talk to Jesus if you have nothing else to say. Maybe you're, you're hungry for more of him. Maybe you're thirsty for more. Maybe you feel empty. Maybe you feel like you've been in the desert. This day is for you. This is a word to you. It's time to leave the desert and come into his fullness. Come back into his fullness again if that's you, if you've, if you've walked away. Every person has a time where they, where they might get off track a little bit. God's calling you back today to a more serious relationship with him. Not to religion, but to a relationship with him. A vibrant relationship where you sense him, where you hear him where you actually are hungry for the things of him instead of the hungry for the things of the world. I think many times we get away from what, what to hunger for. We hunger for the news. We hunger for the, the um, chaos. We hunger for um, entertainment. We hunger for all kinds of things, and we get away from our hunger for Jesus. And the, the less you... Um, Eat of him, the less you're hungry for him. God wants to bring your hunger back today. Starting today, it takes commitment, and it takes sacrifice, and it takes surrender. But he'll do that for you. He's calling his church. He's calling you to holiness, not to perfection. But he's calling you, come here. I see you. I love you. I'm not upset with you. I'm proud of you. But come here, I want to show myself to you in a stronger way. In a stronger way. If you consider your, yourself a saint, if you consider yourself a saint of the church, a patriarch, a matriarch, if you consider yourself a mature believer, if you consider yourself a person who, who seems to know Jesus, then cultivate his presence right now. We ask your presence to be here, Jesus. Celebrate his presence. Invite his presence. Welcome it. Make him at home in your home. We know this is your home, God, but you, you wait till you, until we let you in. So all across this room, let him in. Don't grieve him. Let him in. The next generation will never, never, never see the power of God. They will never see some of the things you have seen if you don't help God bring it here. Your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. I see this picture. I see this picture of the Ark of the Covenant. Wherever they brought the Ark of the Covenant, there was his presence. That was the Old Testament. This is the New Testament. Are you listening? This is a word for you. And the word is this. You carry the Ark of the Covenant in you. Your pre his presence is in you. 
Where you go, that's where his presence goes. Yes, yes, songs do it. Churches do it. But what brings God's presence more than anything is us. Because we cultivate his presence. We carry his presence. And as the cloud of fire and the, and the cloud of uh, smoke uh, filled the temple, and as the people knew that God's presence was there because of that, so it is today in the new, in the new day, not, not in the Old Testament, that where we are, there is God's presence because it is seen inside of us. It is manifested in us. God didn't say, I'll manifest myself back in the day, but I won't manifest myself anymore. He said, I will display, I will show myself. And his presence comes through us, through the praises of his people. <clears throat> I'm speaking in tongues right now, and that's only to, <clears throat> not to say you, you um, <clears throat> look, look what, <clears throat> sorry, look what I have. The, the, spe the speaking in tongues is a gift that we get uh, just for us to talk to God. But sometimes if it is interpreted, then um, it's all right to speak in tongues. And so the, the interpretation, I'm, I'm just waiting for. Hallelujah. <clears throat> I feel like I could have the interpretation, but I'm going to just wait. If there's someone here in this room, since you know exactly what God is saying in the holiness of this moment, <clears throat> don't grieve him by making something up. But if you have that, I'm going to give you that opportunity. says fear not don't be afraid come close come close unto me because I am the one that forgives your sins you carry a heavy heart but let me elevate you let me lift you into my presence and again do not be afraid you do you are a fearful people but I encourage you not to be come Come and drink deeply. Be filled. I will fill you. Don't hesitate. Now is the time. This is the hour. You have called. You, you hear my voice. I know you do. But you are timid. You're afraid. Don't be. Fear not. 365 times it says in the word, do not be afraid. Fear not. In the name of Jesus, I encourage you, church. I encourage you.
stand be ready with the whatever song we're going to do to to close this goes along with that word about not only do we get the water for ourselves but we're supposed to be giving it out 
And um, we have communion back there, and we're, we're going to just leave it there. If you want to bring it with you, you can. We're going to also have it uh, a couple of times together in, in April because it's Easter time. So I encourage you to be uh, thinking who you want to invite to church. But this was the word that someone gave online. It said this, um, Jesus did not go to the well looking for water, but he went to the well looking for the woman. And the question that is to presented to you is what well do you go to and what are we looking for? It's got a lot to think. I got a lot to think about there. Um, are you looking for his living water? And I think that means to me is that we come to this place, summarize this. We come to this place to worship God and to be filled and to have the water inside of us so that we can, like you said, do, do what we need to do outside of here. But, um, but uh, sometimes we just take in the water and we do nothing with it. And then it's like a pot that, doesn't, that has holes on the bottom, and by the time Sunday comes again, it's gone because you didn't take that water and pour it out on someone else. The water is there for you to pour it to someone else. Another text I got this morning uh, just a minute ago was, um, doesn't seem very spiritual. This is from a neighbor. I don't, I don't even know if they're a Christian or not, and they said, we were thinking of you guys last night. We hope Jaden is doing well. I don't even don't know if this lady's a Christian or not, but that's an example of the water being, I think she, she must be because she was thinking of us and she gave me this word. This is that we shouldn't be relying on if, if she's not a Christian, by God, for, God forbid that we uh, rely on others to pour the love out. We need to be doing it ourselves, don't we? Don't we? All right. Uh, this is what we're doing. Um, this is what we're doing. If you don't do this, then we're going we're gonna to stay here all day. I want you all to come up here around the front. All, everybody come up. Don't make me come up here. What song is it you're singing? Show us your glory. Mm -hmm. Just come up. It's just, it's just about three minutes of worshiping together, symbolizing that we are in this together. Uh, you aren't by yourself in this. God's with you. And I'm going to encourage you when we close with this song, when this is over, make sure you get some encouragement. If you haven't been encouraged today, go to someone and say, can you pray for me? Can you help me? Can you talk to me? Uh, that's what we are all here for. And those, on those aren't, that aren't here today, you look around the room, I think there's a lot of sickness going around. It's, it's in our family. We never miss church for sickness. And uh, it's, it's, in our, it's in our family. It's not, I feel great, but... Um, it's because I, I'm a better Christian, I guess, but no, just kidding. Um, but uh, there's a lot not here today. Think about who you might minister to this week that's in this body of believers and call them up, give them a text. We missed you. We're praying for you. I hope you're well, okay? Lead us. And then we'll, then, uh, then we'll close with a prayer, and it's going to be from Mark Fields, all right? Your prayer. I felt like you should close us with prayer today, okay? So be ready. As we sing this song, um, I know it kind of like you like you know we talk about show us your glory, show us your glory. I think when they were writing this song um, that they were talking about the throne room of heaven, and I think sometimes you know we get caught up in songs of like, oh my gosh, like I can't you know picture myself singing that because I haven't been there. Well, let them take you there. 
um, let him take you to the throne room. And we're just here to be servants as a worship team. And we just want you guys to know that, that we're here for you guys too. So yeah, let's sing this together. Thanks for listening today. Remember, God wants to do the impossible through you and me. We encourage you to become a deeper part of what we are doing. Visit us at newsongcs.com and become a giver to the New Song Foundation and an investor in bringing this message of Jesus across the world. God bless you.